0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is up, Waffle Gang? (laughs) I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I, the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below but if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too as it really helps out our channel it really really does yesterday we did have a couple of new members on youtube which i'm very very thankful for but Kater aid and emily brown thank you so much for your support it really does mean the world and for everyone everyone being involved in this channel it changes things for me massively and you know i'm just so thankful so thank you so much and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first story comes from academic nose 9239 am i the arse of having my wedding ceremony in sign language i'm 24 female deaf and growing up my parents got me bilateral cochlear implants and forced me into mainstream school never taught me sign language and never immersed me into my culture as a deaf person they were actually pretty against me using asl at all well i took asl in high school against my parents wishes and then got into a deaf university although i couldn't sign fluently when i started i finally felt accepted and understood the deaf community was nothing but welcoming i became fluent in asl after a few months and stopped wearing my processes completely as there was no need for them anymore i honestly didn't realize how alone i had felt until i didn't need that way anymore I also met my fiance at college. He's from a very large family of deaf people. Everyone he knows, even in his far extended family, is deaf, HOH, CODA, or SODA. And everyone is fluent in sign. I love his family so much. We've been together for four years now. He proposed last May. We've been planning the wedding and decided to have it fully ASL. The pastor at our church's deaf program agreed to do the ceremony. My extended family of hearing people is very small. Just my mum, my dad, my sister, my brothers, my aunt, my uncle and my cousin. My cousin is learning sign. Whereas my fiance's huge extended family who are all deaf or sign fluently will be there and most of our friends are deaf or no sign. We've decided to get an interpreter for the hearing people though so they'd know what's going on. Our wedding is in August so we just sent the invites. The invite mentioned that it will be in ASL, but will have an interpreter for those who are signing impaired, which is kind of just a joke. But my mum started texting me and tried to convince me that it should be in English and have an ASL interpreter. I feel like it's our wedding. We should have it in our first language, but my mum thinks that we're in America, so English should be the first language and anyone who doesn't choose to get cured, get an implant, should get an interpreter. She also said it was disrespectful to say signing impaired. I don't think she realizes the irony as she's always refers to me as hearing impaired. During the entire conversation, she kept repeating that I should never let you go to that school. My mum also says that deaf people should be used to having interpreters, whereas she's never had one before. So it'll make it harder to understand. Am I the asshole here? Should I just have the ceremony in English? Because I guess that's the more normal way of communication, even though we consider sign our primary language. Edit to clarify some things. One, I can't cut off my parents as I'm currently helping pay for my little brother to go to a school for autistic kids. Two, we can't sign and speak at the same time. The pastor and my fiance can't speak. I can but choose not to unless I absolutely have to. Three, my parents didn't only not learn ASL but they explicitly prevented me from it growing up. We lived in Austin, Texas my whole childhood and there was a school for the deaf 10 minutes from our house but they specifically said they would never let me go there. Four, adding this later, exact words from the invite, reception will be held in ASL, English interpreters will be provided for, the signing impaired. I literally put it in quotations. Five, the deaf community didn't indoctrinate me into not wearing my processors. I just started using ASL more and more and then I needed surgery to adjust the implant, but I decided not to get surgery and stop wearing them. There was no real point in it and I didn't feel like getting an unnecessary surgery. Six, another edit to those of you who are questioning and even mad at me for not wanting to wear implants you don't hear normally. Like a lot of people say things like, don't you want to hear music or birds chirping? Music through CI suck, at least for me. Even when I used to wear CIs all the time, I would take them off to listen to music. And no, background noise like birds chirping makes it harder for the microphone to pick up other noises like people talking. Now, I'm glad OP said um, this part. I feel like it's our wedding, so we should have it in our first language because that's all that was going through my head. Like, this is OP's first language, and I was worried to say it because I didn't want to offend, and I didn't know if that does sound offensive in any way. But clearly, OP said it, so I'm going with it. And I think that's absolutely a perfectly right thing to do is to have it. Even if it was just you as a couple and you wanted it in ASL, I think that's absolutely fine. You've got an interpreter for other people as well. And I think it's great that you're doing it in your first language the way it should be. I think that's a beautiful thing. And let's not forget that the majority of the people there are are going to know ASL anyway. So you're catering to the majority of the people there. Trying to put myself in that position and getting an invite to that wedding. I'd be honored to sit there and watch someone get married in their first language. I think that's just amazing. Don't know what I'm tearing up about it for though. <laughs> I think it's a lovely thing. And I knew this was going to be a not the arsehole from the very beginning. Because come on now. Of course it's going to be a not the arsehole. But it's one of these ones that I just wanted to read to see how it pans out. And what the mother does and stuff like that. Interested in the little details. But let's see what the comments say. And we'll start off with wine or death say, not the arsehole, not even close. Why should the couple getting married need a translator to understand their own ceremony to appease a few of the attendees? That is ridiculous. It would be like having a bride and groom who are hearing, love the sign impaired joke. that speak English and have their ceremony done in French, which they don't speak because a handful of attendees don't speak English. When you take ASL out of the mix, it sounds ridiculous. Why is ASL any different? In my honest opinion, your mum has issues with you being deaf and bigger issues now that you found your community to which she does not belong. That is toxic and I would not cater to it. And Null Value says in quotes, my mum thinks that we are in America so English should be the first language. And then says not the arsehole. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's called American Sign Language. Kind of makes a statement funny. And Saluki Queen says, hard to understand. The interpreter is literally going to be speaking a language she understands so she can understand it. She's already an arsehole for how she treated you growing up and not even learning any sign when her kid is deaf and now this, not the arsehole. And EQNRC says, not the arsehole, it's your wedding. You could do your vows in Klingon if you wanted and no one would have the right to complain. And New Monk 2873 says, Not the arsehole. 1. It's your wedding, not hers. 2. It sounds like your wedding is designed to feel comfortable and natural for the majority of your guests, with reasonable accommodations for the few outliers, the sighing impaired. 3. Your mum sounds ableist as fuck. I'm so sorry. I wish you were able to wrap her head around the fact that any discomfort, awkwardness, exclusion she may anticipate feeling from your proposed wedding plan is just a small taste of what you have likely experienced living in a hearing world for such a large part of your life that said it seems like you found your way to a loving and accepting community and family congratulations and have a beautiful wedding and we'll have one more from theory addict saying not the arsehole maybe this will teach her ableist butt about what you as a deaf person feel and go through regularly you're just giving her a taste of her own idiotology although in a non-mean and hilarious manner also congrats on your wedding and i wish you the best And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do if you was in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from No Way Out 1. Am I the arsehole for not wanting our daughter left alone with my parents anymore after they did something without permission? Me and my fiance, 22 male and 23 female, had our baby girl, Talia, and she just turned nine months old. May have got that name wrong. Everyone in our family has been coming around more to see her. Two months ago, we stopped talking to my parents after they pulled some shit. We basically decided it was going to be up to Talia when she was older if she wanted to get her ears pierced. To be honest, I was never into the idea of it being done as a baby when they can't consent. Like my fiancé parents pierced her ears when she was a baby, she always hated wearing earrings. Still doesn't wear any. Just like every other parent, that was our decision not to do it to her while she's a baby. My parents didn't shut up about it for a while saying she'd look so cute but we told them already no and that's our answer. When they babysat for us once, they got one of our mum's friends to do it and we were fucking pissed they went behind our backs. We stopped talking to them after that for disrespecting our decision. Everyone was saying we were making a big deal and we can't cut them out of her granddaughter's life over something like that. So we decided they're allowed to only see Talia when one of us is around and they won't be left alone with her. That's where everyone is still saying we're being massive a-holes because we're still punishing them over something that's not a big deal and we're treating them like children. Even my fiancé's parents think that only letting them have supervised visits is too much and they should be allowed to babysit or have Talia at their place alone like before. We're still not wanting to change our minds on our conditions so it's pinning everyone against us. Are we being assholes that we just don't trust them alone with her and rather one of us be there always?' Now, I remember a similar story like this in the past. And there was, I think there was a few people saying it's illegal. I'm not not—I'm not totally sure on that. I think in the UK, you just have to have your parents or guardians permission if you're under 16. I'm not totally sure on that. Don't quote me on that. And I'm not sure what the rules are like in the US. But absolutely not the asshole in this situation. They totally went behind your back. And, and I think you're being more than fair in this situation, letting them have supervised visits still. Because what they did, it's a huge breach of trust. So absolutely not the arsehole to me, but let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. An infinite9230 says, not the arsehole. I wouldn't be leaving my child with them ever again. My mum cut my daughter's fringe and I lost it. This is another level altogether. What's gonna be next thing they decide they know better on? They're lucky they're even allowed to see her, to be honest. Edit, a fringe is bang, so mum cut her hair. She was only two or three years old, but we're growing her hair out, but mum decided she knew better also thank you for all the likes and awards very unexpected <laughs> and arizenio says not the asshole. pretty sure this is illegal ear piercing requires a parent or legal guardian's consent i don't think grandparents qualify i think body modification against a parent's explicit wishes makes them unfit carers what other instructions are they going to ignore because it looks cute they deliberately hurt your baby for cosmetic reasons and let's be clear piercings do hurt They are uncomfortable afterwards when you need to keep twisting the stud against raw flesh inside until the skin grows over. And neither March says, not the arsehole, your parents behave like children, therefore they deserve to be treated as such. They broke your trust, went against your expressed wishes and pretty much said, we know better than you and what you think is irrelevant. I can't get my head around why anyone would think you aren't justified in your actions. Hope you've taken the earrings out and let the holes close over before they become permanent. And Donny Ganga says, not the arsehole, even let them come hang around at all is generous. Talia is a great name, by the way, if I pronounced it right. <laughs> and we'll have one more from Absolarik saying, you're the arsehole your parents are. While this particular event is not a big deal health-wise, their blatant disrespect to you as the child's parents is very concerning. If they're willing to do this in complete disregard of your wishes, who knows what else they might do? The compromise of not allowing them around your child without one of you present is a reasonable one ignore everyone else calling you the assholes in this situation they are wrong you are the parents of this child therefore it is your choice if they don't like it they can pound sand (laughs) and one more because there was a reply to this that i can't help but read candy shop bandit replies to this comment saying it can be a big deal health wise and it's also illegal you need parents permission to get ears pierced from a professional they had a friend do it possibly with unsterile equipment Pierces are also quite painful and leave permanent scars the parents and child didn't consent to. I hope they took those earrings out ASAP. Mine were professionally done but still get infected and scarred terribly. At least I consented to it as an adult. I'd be furious if this had been done to me as a child. I kind of feel like the parents went easy on the meddling grandparents. They still get to see her. I'd never let them see my kid again until they knew what they did wrong everyone in my family telling the parents they are and need to butt out this is super messed up and yeah i had a piercing when i was younger um i think my parents had it done and i don't wear earrings anymore but yeah the hole is still there and i kind of wish it isn't because i don't wear earrings anyway i'm never going to wear earrings again i don't like it i'm not going to go on parents about it too much because i was old enough to actually say i wanted it done at the time it wasn't like i was a baby or anything but later on in my life i did get my eyebrow pierced at one stage and god that didn't last long either I mean I had it done and then a couple of weeks later I just didn't like the look of it after a couple of weeks and I was like yeah so that pain wasn't worth it in the end but now I turn this one to you guys how do you feel about this story and what would you do you know if one of your relatives did this to your child let me know your thoughts in the comments below and our next story comes from a throwaway account am I the arsehole for taking my wife's side in an argument I have two daughters, Alice, 19 female, and Beth, 14 female. I've been with my current wife for 15 years, so honestly, I don't understand the conflict between Alice and my wife anymore. It's been that way since Alice was around five or six, but it's died down lately. Alice is doing childcare in college. She's got two years of the course left, and then she's planning on going to university. Her course this year is all on paper. That was her choice, and from what I understand, it all goes into a folder where she'll get marked at the end of the year. Both of my daughters have coursework slash homework, so at this stage, our house is just cluttered with paper. Alice has an awful habit of leaving her paperwork and bag on the table. My wife tidied it up and got fed up with the paper and chucked it all. We honestly thought she took her coursework to college, so thought it was scrap paper. Alice got home and quite literally had a meltdown because she now had to repeat her coursework to pass. She started giving my wife the silent treatment, which has annoyed my wife because she lives with us rent-free and it's her fault it was thrown away because she left it all over the table. I've taken my wife's side because I've asked my daughter previously to not leave her work on the table. Saying it's tense would be an understatement and my ex-wife reached out to tell me what an arsehole I am for taking my wife's side because my daughter has to repeat her coursework. My reasoning is she does live with us rent free. We're allowed to throw away whatever we think is rubbish. We've warned her in the past not to leave coursework on the table and now usually these sorts of stories you come in and it's like yeah it's your house your rules kind of thing but in this situation you know your wife was acting out frustration you've said it yourself she's left her coursework on the table with your last one of your last sentences there that says we've warned her in the past not to leave coursework on the table so i don't quite believe that your wife thought it was rubbish i don't know why which would make it a more malicious thing, which might be a bit harsh as well, because it might not be. It might have been a genuine mistake and thrown it away. But to me, with that last sentence, that you've known for a while that she's often left her coursework on the table and you've warned her not to, that's not a reason to just go and throw it away. Something she's worked really hard on. And another quote from you that said, we're allowed to throw away whatever we think is rubbish. So you could just go and chuck away any of her important documents. You'd go into a room and say, oh, that's rubbish. I'm going to throw that away too. I mean, come on now. You can't really think like this, please. I am gonna say you're the arsehole in this situation and let's move on to the comments. Starting with base dev saying you're the arsehole. Best case, your wife threw away your daughter's stuff without knowing what it was. So just took the risk. It could have been something important. Worst case, she did it on purpose, which wouldn't surprise me. There's a big difference between coursework and scrap paper. It's unlikely someone wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Either way, she's an arsehole. She didn't need to throw it away. She could have waited and asked. Although I'm not saying you're an asshole for siding with her, you're an asshole for making such a big deal about your teenage daughter living with you rent-free while she's in school. That's some basic level standard parenting and if you think you get to throw her stuff out because she lives with you rent-free, then you're a major league asshole. My kids will always have a home when or if they need it. And a note cocktail says, I would normally say everyone sucks here. Alice should respect the rules of the house, but your wife acted out of anger. She got fed up. So I don't think it was an honest mistake as you claim it was, but we're allowed to throw away whatever we think is rubbish. That makes you the asshole. And according to Television 6 says, you're the asshole. It's annoying she leaves her paperwork around, but it's infinitely more annoying that your wife threw away coursework that she now has to repeat The reasonable thing to have done would have been to move all the coursework away, not simply throw it away. You have to appreciate that part of having two daughters in schooling is there's going to be a fair bit of paperwork lying around, but it will be worth it if they pass. Most parents would be happy to see their child succeeding. And I can't imagine throwing away anything that might be important. Warning her to not leave coursework on the table shouldn't be escalated to the coursework being thrown away. And if you thought it was rubbish, you could have just asked first. Is your own daughter living there rent-free during college really an issue? And quotes, I've been with my current wife for 15 years, so honestly, I don't understand the conflict between Alice and my wife anymore. And then says, based on this post, I understand it. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation? What would you do if you was the daughter and all your coursework got thrown away? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arse of for calling my girlfriend a lunatic? Throwaway because my girlfriend uses Reddit for her art. (laughs) I've been with my girlfriend for 10 years and we are both 29. We've casually been discussing marriage but nothing serious. Although I feel she is keen to get married. My girlfriend approached me the other day and said she liked the idea of eloping when it comes to it. Her rationale was that it would be intimate and we could use our money on a really nice holiday or round the world trip instead of all our savings on one day. I thought it was a great idea and agreed it's something I could be on board with. Now, my girlfriend often gets ideas that are not necessarily unrealistic, but she gets way too excited about them, shares them with everyone and then forgets them for about a couple of months. For example, last year moving to Canada, so she spent time researching jobs, housing, customs, cost of living, etc. The year before, there was a trip on the Trans-Siberian Express. Again, planned it out carefully, but the excitement just fizzled out eventually. She also has the propensity to divulge her plans to others, to get their opinions, even if she doesn't know if she'll follow through. This also extends to being on the fence about having kids, pursuing an art course, moving towns, etc. etc issue my girlfriend ran the idea of eloping past her parents to see how they feel about it so it'd be less of a shock if we did go through with it. They were happy with our idea. Then we met with my family yesterday who are much more traditional and they asked us about our anniversary. Girlfriend joked that she can't believe it's been a decade. My mother then asks when the wedding will be and my girlfriend's eyes light up and says we've actually talked about eloping. I saw my mother's face drop instantly. My mother had tears in her eyes and looks at me and goes, no kids and now you're eloping too. I said not to worry and that my girlfriend is just getting ahead of herself. In the car journey home, I snapped and told my girlfriend that I'm sick of her behaving like a fucking lunatic and becoming obsessed with ideas when they're not even certain. I told her there was no need to share that with my mother as there's not even been a damn engagement yet so it was unnecessary to upset her just because she selfishly always seeks validation for her decisions. Even though I stand by my feelings, I am wondering if I'm an asshole because my girlfriend has become very silent. She's usually the type of person who speaks her mind and likes to solve problems quickly through communication, but she's just shut down and not speaking to me at all. I don't want to apologize because I don't want to perpetuate her behavior of becoming obsessed with her life decision. Getting me, family, friends on board and excited. And when her excitement inevitably fizzles out, we're all left wondering what happened with that plan. And we're going to start straight away with Anarchy Schiff saying you're the arsehole. You called your girlfriend crazy because she gets excited about ideas, researches them and then ultimately decides not to pursue the plan after research. That's pretty normal. Yeah, maybe she gets overly excited, but you're acting like your girlfriend is doing something completely out of the ordinary. If you didn't want her to mention the elopement idea to your parents, you should have told her instead of being aggressive and calling her names in the car. Learn to communicate if this quirk of hers bothers you. And Fake says that Dear Reddit, Despite my best efforts to push her away, my forever girlfriend, who I don't like or respect, loves me so much she wants to marry me and gets excited when talking about it. I lost my temper and swore at her and called her names about it and I'm not sorry. That's okay, right? You're the arsehole. I hope she finds someone who loves her and respects her because clearly that's not you. And Webby Vanderquack says, You're the arsehole and quotes, I snapped and told my girlfriend that I'm sick of her behaving like a fucking lunatic. And says, come on. You really need people to tell you whether you're being an arsehole. If you have an issue with the way your girlfriend makes plans, talk it over rationally. Don't use hurtful and demeaning language. And quotes, I don't want to apologize and then says, Then you need to rethink marriage because you are not ready. And Squirrels are evil. says, you're the asshole after 10 years and you're calling your girlfriend a lunatic for wanting to get married. That's really sad. If you don't want to get married, just say so and let her know. She's telling you she wants a commitment and all you hear is she's obsessed. At 10 years, you either want to get married or you don't. You're not casually discussing it. It's a major life decision. Grow up and decide if she's been wasting her time and let her move on. And I J says, you're the asshole. You, you don't even seem to like this poor woman. Why are you stringing her along? And one more from a note to Cocktail saying you're the arsehole, you said it was a great idea. So how is she a lunatic? 10 years together is hardly getting ahead of herself. The way you speak about her makes me wonder how you really feel about her. Also seems like the issue is you were afraid to tell your parents, not that she's getting ahead of herself. By discussing marriage after 10 years of dating, and even if none of what I said was true, you were awful to the woman who you were spending your life with. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. And if you really want to, you can support the channel also, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that Patreon link down in the description below and join up there. It is super helpful to this channel, but obviously never pressure yourself to do so either. <laughs> thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.